Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. Hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. CareerBuilder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs, too. Higher paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Guess who's back? It's me. Uh And if you didn't know who that was, it's Miles. But the Grizzlies and Pelicans are also back, and they're trending in the right direction again out west. And meanwhile, Celtics appear to have gotten back to playing at their elite level. And we'll get into all of that and plenty more with writer, creative producer, video maker of uh, 60 Second Classics, Mike Camerlengo on today's episode. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jabari Davis. And this is Miles, Miles and, and Jabari. Jack. God oh, damn. Oh, no, we're doing it. <laughs> Got bad boosties. Boosties. Three on one. Davis. Love. LeBron. There you go. Embiid driving, spinning, fading, hitting. Curry, a three-pointer. Bang! Steph Curry from downtown again. Giannis with the take. All right, Mike Gamalengo, welcome to the show, man. Really good Thanks. to have you. Have really great to have you. Thanks for having me. I was uh, I was wondering if I should. I did a podcast once where I like jumped into the intro by accident like that, and I was just like, "Don't do it. It's not your turn yet. Don't <laughs> wait, wait, wait." Uh, so, Mike, man, you're a big Boston fan. I know that's what I heard from the Boston area, right? Yep, grew up in Massachusetts. Uh, it's kind of just like what you do around here. You watch. <laughs> Boston sports and try not to get into fist fights outside of bars and stuff. No, I was never a fighter. Um, <laughs> oh, but so are you really from Massachusetts? From I mean, can you really claim that you're from that area <laughs> yeah. if you weren't a fighter? I'm like, well, I st- I'm st- you can. There are guys that stand back with their arms crossed and kind of go, "Yeah, get them," you know, yeah. that guy. Get, yeah, get him, pal. So, yeah, yeah. got you. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, grew up. You know, we were talking before big Celtics run. Antoine Walker, Paul Pierce in the nineties. Yeah. If you if you grew up and you're a Celtics fan, you never tried the the Antoine Walker shimmy. Then what what were you even doing? Right. You know. <laughs> even as a degenerate Lakers fan, I did the shimmy a couple times. I'm going to be. It's fun. Yeah. Fun to try. 
it had a moment for sure. You know, it, it was very good. It was very good. And again, like, you know, how, how are you feeling just overall this season of basketball? Not, not necessarily about the Celtics, but how have you, you know, been engaging a lot? Are you, are, are you still very Celtics focused or what's, how are you kind of taking it in? Yeah, I feel good. I mean, there's always a point in the season where I, my brain kind of lulls and kind of is just like, is it the playoffs yet? Like, cause <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, kind of what you have in these teams and then, like, let's just get to it. That's kind of what's happening now. Mar- the whole month of March, I'm kind of like, because, you know, teams have ups, ups and downs, the Celtics, but we can talk about whatever you want. But, they, you know, they started out real hot, and then they were like, wait, are they that good? And it's like, they're good. Like, let's just get to the playoffs and see the Bucks and the Celtics and the East. I Conference love that finals. I heard the Boston come out when you said hot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, there he, he is. let it slide a little bit. You know, there I have myself is. trained, and then every now and then I'll be like, it slips up. Like, I'll just, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Love it. Hey, what park do you like to go to? Which park <laughs> would you say you like to go to? <laughs> when I went to college uh, many, many years ago, freshman year, they were like, uh, that you had to go around and say, like, what you did over the summer or something. And I worked uh, at a park. I was like a park instructor. And I didn't even realize at the time my accent was so deep. I was going, I was going pack and struck. And they were like, what are you talking? Like nobody could understand me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's a real, that's a real moment. When you look back, you go, geez, what was I doing? Yeah. 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 Uh, and then oh. also you, you're saying you lived in New York during the Lynn sanity years. Did you catch that wave or you just watched respectfully as a Celtics? I fan? respectfully like, hmm. watched. I was entertained. <laughs> I, I was there for a while. I was in New York for 14 years. So, I mean, you know, there weren't that many ups, no offense to Knicks fans, but, uh, Lynn Sanity was here. crazy because at the time there was some kind of uh, fight going on with like the cable, one of the cable companies. So a lot of people weren't getting uh, the Knicks games on their TV. So it like brought even more people out. You got to go to the bar. You got to check it out. And it seemed like everybody was just watching this. Like, can you believe this again? Right, like that right, right. Two or three week stretch was unreal. Yeah. And where are you living now? Uh, I'm, I'm back in Massachusetts. I'm like, oh, okay. outside of Boston. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So I had a kid. I fully embraced being washed up, um, <laughs> and you know, living that suburb life. Where I'm take just, it back to where it all started. Just yeah. up faking in my backyard with a ball, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and again, for some, I don't know, some people don't realize the reason I wasn't on the show is I was on uh, parental leave myself. I just had my first child. Shout out to my son, who is almost eight weeks old. Uh, so this is a very new time for me. One in which, like, everything I saw of the NBA felt like a fever dream. But I'm glad I'm back with everybody to catch up and Jabari, you know, to, to help me realize, make, you know, separate what I thought was a dream and what is actually reality because it all blends together. Um, but, yeah, let's kick it off first. Uh, looking at none other than the Boston Celtics. I mean, it looks, you know, look like you're locked in there. The two seed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I it... <sighs> You had it there, like you said. There've been some ups and downs. You're up, you're down. You're up, you're down. But as of this recording, seven and ten, doing pretty well. Um, but for you, what's the biggest difference that you're seeing? You know, like we casually talk about the Celtics, and look, as Laker fans, we casually are just basically like, yeah, we'll see if they're that good forever, <laughs> and then we're crying and like they are. <laughs> but for you as a fan, like how you know what's what's the biggest difference for you guys this year with with the. Uh, fantastic comedian joe mazula who i would love to touch on after this too. well i think their shooting is much better i mean obviously when they uh, look i'm not a stats guy so if you're yeah, like yeah, actually yeah. if you're like actually it's down i'm gonna be like oh my bad but they <laughs> the the style of play seems like they're just chucking them up a bit more and especially in the beginning to the mid season they were just going on runs where they were hitting threes i went to a game where they won by 40 it was incredible so i think that's what 
plagued them last year. I mean, obviously they ran into Golden State in the finals, but like they needed that, you know, extra shooter, whether that's Brogdon or not. I mean, I think he really helps, but I think that's the difference. They they have a little more shooting help. Um, and hopefully they don't kind of get stuck in the playoffs. I feel like the last couple of years they've had that thing where it's it's three, four minutes left and you know, who's gonna take the shot? Obviously Tatum's the guy. And I think he's continued he's gotten better again. He's every year he gets better. Yeah. But I just think having like another option um in Derek White. I mean, I think Derek White's really good. And uh so I think they have the pieces. I know during like the trade deadline there was some talk around here of like, you know, are they gonna add anybody and you know, are they gonna add another wing or something like that? But I think they have enough talent. It's just you know, what they can do with it. Right. To that point, I I was wondering because it and you know, I can be honest about it. When you guys got brogged in, I was, you know, I was hating from the outside of the club and, <laughs> yeah. and, and acknowledging like, yeah, that's a, kind of like the perfect that they up. needed. <laughs> but I'm just interesting. What is your level of confidence heading into the postseason? Obviously, you know, we're not quite there yet, but is, if everything stays relatively the same and you guys are relatively healthy heading in, uh, what, you know, what's your level of confidence? I think. They I like it. Should, it, feels, it sounds like an insidious question from a Laker. Like, yeah, what's your level of like, confidence? Yeah, you're going throw, into you're it. like, wait. The Celtics like so that I can view him later on down the road. Like, you know, a month from now, if the Celtics are out, I'm going to absolutely hit up on the timeline with, hey, remember when you said this on the show? Hey, by hey, the way, thanks, you? thank you for your time and everything. We really appreciate you. you bringing it. But this is you. So what but is also, your don't, But don't, don't mention we crashed out of the plane either. But go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, well, how are you feeling? I think... They should, with the team they have, they should get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, if they lose to the Bucs, they lose to the Bucs. I mean, last year they were able to get by the Bucs, but they, uh, what's his name, wasn't, well, got hurt. Um, Middleton. Middleton Middleton wasn't playing. So there was that little bit of like, well, would it have been different if he was there? Obviously, he's a great player. So I think if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose to the Bucs, that's disappointing, but not like, crazy like the bucks are a great team but if they if they lose before that if they lose in the second round that's a bummer because i think they have a lot of talent and i think there's no reason why they shouldn't get to the eastern conference finals okay and then i mean that's the, not a prediction but i think they should why not right, right. that's I mean, your assessment that you that you feel it's a fair uh yeah assessment i think to feel like they talent i mean yeah. they're gonna be a two seed they should I don't think that's a hot take at all. I mean, that's I, not a hot take. No, I feel Maybe like I should, that. That's why my career is going nowhere. I don't have hot takes. I need to get better ones. <laughs> yeah, but he got hot takes though. <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> I should. Yeah, I should start some kind of. Do Boston you remember show that commercial? That commercial. I think it was for Dish Network when it was like that Boston family yes. <laughs> was like the thing. And I remember there's one where the guy comes out with like a dip from the oven. He's like hot, 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 hot. <laughs> uh, and always, I think that's why my ear is so dialed in from like that ad campaign. Uh, but what were you gonna say, Jabari? Well, I was gonna say shout out to our guy, you know, former guest Ben Golliver for pointing this out. And I'm, not, I promise, I'm not going to be a wet blanket here. But right. if they do make the conference finals, it would be the first time in, the, if I'm not mistaken, the last four seasons where we had a repeat conference final appear. You know, right. So yeah. that in itself would be an accomplishment. Yeah. And I mean, look, you got right now your matchup with the Bucks. You split two games mm-hmm. uh, in the final matchup going up uh, as, you know, tonight, Thursday. Uh, so how, like with that game coming up, you know, do you think, how, do you think it's that important or do you feel it's time you can make, you know, kind of put a sort of put a stamp on it uh, by taking this game or you just feel like, you know, look, there's, there's, there's plenty of opportunities ahead or how are you looking at it? 
In terms of seeding or like future like mental yeah uh, mental like everything number. yeah it's a statement the, game yeah I mean it wouldn't hurt obviously to win but I don't think I think the Bucks know they can play with the Celtics and I think if they lost if they lost the season series two to one or whatever it is um, they wouldn't be intimidated going in like oh we can't just we just can't beat these guys like sure. I think they're pretty confident against the Celtics as they should be and so so, so should the Celtics so right it, it would help. Um, Sure, I'll give you a little bit of a boost, especially if you can kind of, you know, keep Giannis under control. But that was the thing with the playoffs last year. I mean, he he was unreal in that, yeah. in that series against the Celtics. And it was one of those things where it was, I don't know. It was a series where you go, oh, my God, thank God we don't have to play him anymore. Whatever Golden State's got, let's have it. And they just, right. you know. They put the beat down on them, but sure. Yeah, man, they're tough. The Bucks are tough. So yeah, I mean, and they're playing really well. We'll get to them and a little bit later in the episode. You know, the Sixers, three and zero, looking pretty good. Jack would Sorry, have a Jack. hard time accepting that part, <laughs> especially with your love of the Patino Celtics <laughs> or lack of love for that era. Um, and then against the Cavs, one and three. Yeah, you know, but but is this? You think that's the toughest matchup? Yeah, I think. You know, they have shown that they have problems against them. But I think with, with any of these things, with a seven-game series, unless it's a huge matchup problem, I think that your best team is going to come out. And I still think, you know, in a seven-game series against the Cavs or, you know, whoever, Philly, even if it's a tough series, you know, they'll they'll be able to play them well. I mean, I look at that, you know, it's the old... Uh, what, I don't even know what the, what the word is, but the, the Celtics fans always looking back to 07, 08, right? We always bring up that championship. It was like mm-hmm. 300 years ago. But anyway, that's that team. <laughs> that team was so good. But they played, I, I'm pretty sure the first, first round series was seven game series against the Bulls. There was a couple seven game series where teams were pushing them. So my point is just because like some of these teams could push you. Yeah. You know, you can, they can, they have the team to do it. So we'll yeah, see. it'll just prove out over the seven. Right. Like if you can figure, if they can figure out how to score late in the fourth quarter and not turn the ball over, that was another thing last year in the playoffs. They had, they had just a couple of stretches where they would run into the middle of the lane. And, you know, Jalen Brown obviously has gotten so much better as a player each year as Tatum has, but his ball handling last year, he would drive into the middle and kind of, a lot of yeah. guys were doing it. They were, I think they were pressing. And I think they've gotten better with that this year, but we'll see because the playoffs, uh, obviously, everything goes up 10. Speaking of Tatum, that's actually where I was going to go with it. You know, like I've thoroughly enjoyed the MVP conversation up until the time when I didn't. Um, But (laughs) it's a a lot of fun, you know, as as someone that, you know, kind of always appreciated bigs. Don't get me wrong. You know, like I'm a guard at heart, but I've always appreciated bigs. It's nice to see this, you know, this conversation. But I will ask you, why do you think Tatum, Especially when you consider that it's generally the best player on one of the best teams, if not mm-hmm. the best team by record, is going to be in the conversation for MVP. Why do you think Tatum hasn't been getting any more love in this discussion? I think because there's a guy in Jalen Brown who's right there with him. I mean, Tatum's better, but Jalen Brown, it's like when I feel like when there's a one two punch like that, people take away from the one. So, you know, if some of those other guys had a guy right there with them, they'd be like, well, he has so and so. Right. You know, I don't know if that happened to Jordan at all, not to compare Tatum to Jordan, but like, you know, you have that guy, Pippen or something with you. Um, Shaq I don't know, and that's, Kobe. That's like the guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where you go, well, he's got he's got that thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, Tatum's been great. He's had a great year. And I don't know what the MVP thing is. Yeah, is it just best player on the best team? Is that like if you take that person off the team, 
is it a completely gonna, different conversation? What's right? going to have like the yeah, like if you take you know Embiid off the Sixers, are they just going to crumble? Who's more valuable to their team, or is it just like best player, best team? Which is fine. I just I like you said the conversation around it has been about two months old, and I'm like, geez, let's talk about the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's put a pin in that because we're going to come back because I do want to ask you something about your coach, Joe Mazzulla, uh, but that'll be right after this break. We'll be right back. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style, with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. And we're back. Uh, and I got to ask you, <laughs> Mike, like I, ever since Joe Mazzula's comment about the royal family uh, and, you know, he was talking about Jesus, Mary and Joseph with a straight face. And then we've seen like this very dry kind of comedy style from him. What's your assessment of Joe Mazzula's like comedy stylings as somebody who is into comedy and is a performer themselves? Well, I think it's great because for most of the time, I don't know if he's being serious or not. I know that's um, what bugs me so much. It's like a, it's like, it's like, uh, what's the guy, uh, like Andy Kaufman, 
or something. Yeah, yes. yeah. Where it's like, you're like, are you doing some kind of performance art on me right now? I thought at first he was dead serious on everything. And then mm-hmm. recently I was like, oh, I think he's messing. It's almost like uh, Mike McDaniel, the coach of the the uh, Dolphins, uh, the NFL team. But he's he has a little more of like a wink and a nod. Right. Whereas this is like straight face. Like, so I like it. It makes me want to like watch every press conference. It makes me want people to ask him Question, yeah, all sorts of setups. questions. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if it's a bit, it's the, it's an awesome bit. And if he's like being dead serious, then like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, then it just kind of feels like, oh, he's like one of these singular. He's like, I don't yeah. have time to be funny because I'm just thinking ball all the time. Right. And you're like, oh, okay, go ahead. you be like, coach. Right. Yeah. You'd be like, coach, what'd you do this weekend? He's like, uh, nothing. Just got up jumpers. You're like, oh, but did you go out? He's like, no. And you're like, all right, we can't talk. Like, yeah, you, you know, is he one of those? <laughs> right, right. So right. I feel like he's got a little bit of a. Me- he's kind of messing with people, but who knows? Yeah, there's definitely there is there is a bit of a wink to it all because especially like I feel like he's always kind of has a thinly cracked smile with a lot mm-hmm. of the things he says. So anyway, we're waiting to hear from you, Joe. Is this an Andy Kaufman, you know, kind of bit you're doing or? Are we just, we're just basking in your genius. Uh, well, let's take things out West, West, y'all. Dallas. Before I had my baby, <laughs> they were doing really well. Just about a week after my son was born on, you know, around mid-February, they were the four seat. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then I remember, I was like, oh, Kyrie's heading over there. And I was like, okay, now I'm in the the, the midst of parenting, like with my first child. So it kind of, like, I would start, checking in every few days things have not been going very well to the point that they are now out of the postseason including the play on as of this recording uh jabari what did i miss what happened uh because i mean i get that it's not all Kyrie, but what's what is going on exactly that and uh, i'll be honest with you and it's interesting that we have a boston fan on with us uh Mm -hmm. you know for this (laughs) conversation but in my opinion and you know you, you know how I feel about it. Like, uh, yeah. you know, Kyrie as a singular, as an individual talent is, in, you know, it's still incredible, still incredible to watch, still a heck of a lot of fun. But like when they made that move, it was a desperation move. It just, you know, uh-huh. it, there, there's really no other way to describe it. I know that you know, recently they've been coming out and kind of acknowledging that, you know, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, it, you know, this is not a Kyrie issue. This is a Dallas Mavericks issue. And it has been an issue for quite some time in my estimation. But I, I'm interested, if Mike, if, if you see anything different. I don't know. I haven't been. I didn't just have a child, so I don't have an excuse. But I also <laughs> haven't really been paying attention to the Mavericks. But I recently was like, oh, because when Luca did that thing at his press conference where he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not having fun. Like, I, uh, whatever he was saying. I was like, wait, what's going on with the Mavs? And yeah, they're just not doing well. They're not having fun. Is it Kyrie's fault? You know, I don't know, but nah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a salty uh, Celtics fan, I guess. Even though it was <laughs> funny when he when he tried to step on the uh, leopard Lucky. and everyone got mad. That's funny, but <laughs> that was so ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, Jabari, that's like kind of a desperation move to just throw him in the mix. Yeah, uh, he's obviously an awesome player, but does he match up well with the team? Does he work with Luca? Yeah, like, I don't know how any of that stuff's going. I don't. Is he playing well? Is is uh, Kyrie playing well? He he's playing well individually. You know, both yeah. he and Luca have missed a couple games here and there, like during like during the stretch. If I'm not mistaken, the team is three and one in the games where it's just Kyrie and not Luca. That's not that's a very small uh, you know uh, sample size. Yeah, so I'm not they're six you know, and thirteen you read, overall. You know, read anything into yeah. that, but it really is a matter of like yeah, the thought of Luca playing off ball. Whoever thought that was going to work? Like, yeah, right. 
And in order for Kyrie to be as effective as you want him to be, especially like in a series type situation, if you're if you're projecting out to the postseason, like I'm trying not to be a like, yeah, I told you, I told you, I told y'all. But <laughs> when the move was you know took place, that was my first thought. Like that on paper doesn't even make sense, let alone like in you know in practice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's funny because when I was like, oh, that could be interesting. But part of me now, I'm looking back, I'm like, it was more fun when Luca had to put the whole team on his right. back no matter mm-hmm. what, because that was at least he was like highlight tape every time. I mean, we could actually just talk about it like just a second ago when they played the Pacers, uh, that pass that Luca threw Ooh, the baseline, the baseline one. Yeah. Yeah. Like an illegal water polo pass or something that he did like the body control to be stuck in the corner and be like, OK, so y'all got me jammed up. OK. And his mind be like, I have to elevate and then basically rotate my whole body and whip this ball around. Uh, and then, you know, thank God Jaden Hardy hit that three because that like truly uh, made it uh, like the highlight worth talking about. This is a really cool angle from behind Luca and you see him jump and throw it. And wh- when he throws it, you're like, where's this ball going? Because there's yeah. lots of people in the way. And even when he's doing it, you're like. There are easier options, I think, to throw this to, but he jumps in the ball. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, hitting the three obviously helps. Wood with the pass. Luca able to chase it down. They got him trapped on the sideline. They fouled in a situation like that before. How on earth did he find Hardy? He found him. And more importantly, Hardy hit the shot after they did find him. That's amazing. It's also crazy to think, you know, you look at guys like, you know, whether it's Luca or you know, like any of the guys that are commonly stated as, oh, they're not the most athletic, right? Mm-hmm, right? And that type of play offers perspective. They may not be as athletic as some of the crazy athletes in the league, but you still have to have such a tremendous amount of athleticism and body control yeah. and strength to be able to do that. It's not even funny. It basically just reminds me of how washed I am when I see a guy like Luca doing, <laughs> oh, doing yeah. that. I threw my back out watching <laughs> yes. that. Like that kind of trunk rotation. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm on a seven to 10 day you know, reevaluation situation. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a lot of muscles being pulled right there. Yeah, and I think it kind of goes back to like how you even define athleticism because that's clearly athletic. I mean, sure, he's not the most explosive person. Like he's not going zero to 60 like, like some players, but you can't. You, you can't take that away. Um, let's also touch on Portland because the Blazers, I, I was, I, I mean, you know, maybe some may, maybe, but they have also appeared to have bowed out. They, they've only won one game in their last 10 and they look like they're headed to the lottery. Um, yeah. What, 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 Feels what? Like we ask this question all the time, but is this going to be the, I'm asking you, Mike, is this going to be the summer where we finally get some move? You know, you know the, the move finally goes down. Or are we going to get another year of, no, 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 man. No, it's about the loyalty. And, I'm, and when I do that, I'm not clowning Dame. I'm just clowning <laughs> the conversation around it. Yeah, I respect the concept. Uh, well, I'm going to say I think, yes, this is the summer. But I thought that the last couple of years, I always think Same. that he's going <laughs> to be gone. And it's just, I don't know. They shut him down for the year, right? I think I saw they're, that. It looks like they're about, like, they. if I'm not mistaken, he didn't play a couple nights ago. And they, they kind of shut everybody down, it looked like. Man, mm. all he would be so fun on a team making a run like he is so good and uh i think yeah i mean he's getting old i think it's time yeah but i don't know he likes he just likes playing ball i saw a cool video with him where he was like talking about i forget where it was it was a podcast or something where they were asking about like winning rings and stuff he's like that's not all there is to playing basketball he's like and i thought it was cool it's kind of a fresh perspective because we all think about like oh your career 
Glory, you know, glory, glory. Yeah. Yeah. Your career is like a failure, quote unquote, if you don't have a ring. But, um, you know, if you're happy with life and you're crushing it and making a lot of money and playing basketball, good for you. But obviously, if you make it to that level, there is a competitor in you that yeah. you see other guys who you're like, I'm way better than these guys I, uh, I who are winning rings. I can't for a second believe that he's not like that. It doesn't matter to win mm-hmm. like a ring. But. I get that he probably has a healthy mentality to say, mm-hmm. but even if I don't, that's not to say that I'm not blessed to be even right. make it to the NBA and play at this level that I am. So I get objectively, but, but you know, every single person who's in that league, those are competitive. There's not a single yeah. person who does not dream of that. So I'm not, I'm a little bit dubious. I feel <laughs> it's a little dubious to be like, it doesn't matter, but I right. get though too. You don't don't you don't have to have like the toxic mentality to say, well, then, Mike, there's no there's nothing except. Yeah. And to Mike's point in that in that same interview, he like, he he was very matter of fact about it. He said, like, yeah, like, of course, he's a competitor. Of course, he wants to win. But the way he's able to keep himself balanced is he goes home. He's got a kid. He's got kids. He's got a family. He lives a normal life outside right. of the basketball court. And you know what? I aspire to have that sort of balance. Yeah. Uh, and and, and not, we're not even and in the league. Million in the bank. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. It would be nice. It would be Look. nice. I'm a podcaster who's jumped the jumper just looks nothing like his. Uh, but I try and keep it simple too. You know, when I've had a bad recording, you know, I'll go home, look at my son, and just remind myself it's about more than that mic out there and the, the retweets. It's not all about the download numbers. All no. right. You know? uh, unless the network's asking it, which case we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> And then moving along, Denver had a seven-game lead in the West, and that's been reduced to three. It's so tight in the West. <laughs> it is so tight. It's like that's why it's so frustrating to even watch, like being a Laker fan. We're like, oh, we could have been. How many? What were we? What was the math, Jabari? That we could have jumped like how many Look, places? If we <laughs> there have been easily ten games this season that they have it where either they didn't show up or they they simply played down to the level of competition, mm-hmm. which sounds crazy for a team that just finally made it to 500, you know, just a couple of days ago. <laughs> but if they just win half of those games, they're in the five seed. I know. That's how frustrating that is. And now we're in the nine, and I'm like, I don't want to play these monsters up top. <laughs> That's not how we eke our way into some kind of a run. But, I mean, you, it is what it what's is. The, uh, so, I know you say you don't want to talk about it, but what's you guys feel like the Lakers have the talent to, like, make a little bit of a run? They're just a frustrating team to watch. I mean, the completely diluted fan in me believes <laughs> we're hanging number 18 up, Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but the realistic objective person who you hear when I go, I don't want to talk about that is because <laughs> there is obviously a crisis of confidence on my side, on my part of looking at it and just seeing some of the things we've done, like sitting Anthony Davis against the Rockets. I was like, that's a prime example where you need to hit the pedal, put the pedal to the metal to yeah. try and get these done. And I get the risk to him. But you look at it in the long term, it's like, well, then where does that put us in terms of seeding? And then who do we have to get through to do something? But, you know, I'll be glad if we get in there and I see something that feels like a respectable, respectable performance. I'm not expecting much else from that. And that's exactly where I am with it. Like, the reality is this. You get even a relatively healthy Anthony Davis and LeBron James in a series. It's a fun conversation. No, you know, no matter how it, no matter how it plays out, that you have an absolute chance. That's all I'm hoping for. Like, yeah. I, like I, I've given up on the, yeah, we're hanging 18. I don't give a damn. Hanging it. Hang, just <laughs> right. get in, have some fun. You know, the, the Westbrook line. Oh, okay, just get Westbrook, in and have some yeah. fun. There we go. <laughs> 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 and I say this now, but, you know, you know, 
fast forward two and a half weeks from now and they're in and I'm going to be sitting there like, yeah, you damn right. We're going to win this. Isn't yeah. It? You're like, get it ready. Get it ready. <laughs> they don't Size, want us. They don't want to play us. Them. Oh, yeah. they don't want to see us. They don't want to <laughs> see Wenyan and Gabriel. <laughs> Definitely how I feel for sure. So I do want to talk about a team that I believe is, is very scary when just one player is doing well, uh, Giannis, but the Bucks, Chris Middleton led the Bucks with 34 in a win over the Pistons. And okay, this is, this is about the depth because Giannis and Drew were both, they were sitting, they were sitting pretty. But you get 34 from Middleton. Then you got 24 and 14 from Brooke Lopez. Another 21 and 14 from Bobby Portis. And 22 points on six of eight from deep from Javon Carter. And my take always about the Bucks is like, well, if they got Chris Middleton going too, then they got something. And now you're like, yeah, Chris Middleton. Uh, yeah, and Brooke and Bobby and Javon. Uh, and then Drew and Giannis are just waiting in the wings. I'm like, that is kind of nightmare fuel for sure. I feel like if you're. <laughs> having to go up against that. Javon Carter has it. Carter rocking that dribble. Gets to the baseline. Ringbow gunning. Got it. Yeah, they. I mean, they have the guys where if a couple of them get going, it's it's kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's all night. she wrote. Like, you can't. <laughs> Not you know, all of them. <laughs> I know. You can't. If, like, the more you go down the line, you're like, oh, yeah, him too, him too. And then you're like, oh, no, this isn't good. And that's just leaving out the honest part. Yeah, so right. I feel like Giannis is such a big f- focal point, obviously, where you're like, gotta stop him, gotta stop him, gotta stop him. But if those other guys are spotting up or like dishing and kicking for three, they just have they have enough guys who can turn it on. So if three or four of them do, that's a real tough out. And that's mm-hmm. what the Celtics are going to be up against in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, you have a question coming up later for boldest predictions. I appreciate that you keep throwing that particular prediction out there along the way. Just speak Luke, it to exist. Speak it to warm exist. exist. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, you know, another thing I, I haven't been able to talk about the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, because that was another thing. I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> this is watching that, that trade deadline was wild. But right now, Jabari, where where are we at with them? How are they? How have they been performing? Bring me up to speed uh, with them, because I know KD has been not. He hasn't been playing recently, right? No, yeah, he's been out um, with a foot injury. But the reality is this, and it, it's kind of like with the Lakers. And I know that people may hear this initially and say, like, "Oh no, you're just lumping them in." But no, like you look at the reality of KD, you look at the reality of CP3, you look at even the reality of Devin Booker. They need to be healthy. Yeah. If they're healthy, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's going to be a, a hell of a run, and I can't wait to see it. You know, yeah. especially if, in particular, if it doesn't come with the Lakers. But no, I, I think it's going to be a hell of a run, but it really is a matter of that's a big if. You know, you're dealing yeah. with guys that are, you know, especially with, you know, with KD, uh, you know, returning from injury and CP3, you know, just traditionally that, you know, for whatever reason, especially at this time of year, they, they may, you know, they maybe have some questions about their body. I'm hopeful. And, it, and, and this is, you know, pie in the sky, admittedly. Um, but I'm hopeful that we at least get a somewhat healthy first round out of these guys right. beyond that all bets are off but it would be nice to see them make a run or at least see what they can do together it is interesting to watch i mean as much as i like to your point i don't want to go through them uh unless no. like you know all three of them are injured but <laughs> oh, also it'd be interesting to see all those three pieces clicking together and uh humming along because i would definitely it's that, that that's a fun basketball 100 percent uh and you know the bulls are back in the conversation you know it's the play-in yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, just still, I just don't, I, I, because it comes on the heels of Zach Levine just violating us at the Crypto.com <laughs> arena. I do not want to, and then 
that whole game from that to just Pat Bev hitting LeBron with the too small. It was just, just, just a, it was a hard, a hard experience to witness while holding a young child in your arms. I'll, I will say that. All right, let's take another break and we'll be right back with the, the Uh most coveted segment in all of sports podcast in the hot seat right after this. (laughs) You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style, with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror, and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And we're back. And to close out the show like we always do, it's good to be back here. We got to bring it into the rapid fire round of questioning. Now, Mike, I got to warn you, this is the fastest segment in sports podcasting that is an official NBA product in collaboration with iHeartRadio, okay? <laughs> and this whole whole point of this segment is we're going to hit you with some questions. Don't think, don't Nothing elaborate. Not, just ch- I'm passing you chest cool. right, just chest pass it right back. All right. Don't, don't do any finger spins or nothing like that. I'm just looking for an instant <laughs> reaction. And it is on you to keep the show moving. So if I start, 
you know, bloviating or going on some tangent. You need, like you right got to steer the ship again. Okay. <laughs> like right now. Thank you, Jabari. Okay. Um, is everybody ready? <clears throat> I'm yes, ready. Yes, we are. I'm ready. Okay. Um, I heard, you know, I was listening back. I don't, I'm not sure the other rapid fire rounds of questioning count because I never heard anybody start the clock or at least a couple of them nobody did so you know. we we were huh. waiting for your triumphant return oh were you well it's not a rapid fire round of question unless we start the start clock, the clock! <laughs> there we go is this for both of us is that is... no, no it's just for you mike just for me this, okay. just for you this okay. is just for our exalted guest <laughs> okay are you ready i'm ready mike cameron lengo in the hot seat Question number the first. Is there a single NBA player you would take right now over the chance of taking Wembenyama with the first pick this summer? Um uh uh Luca. Wembenyama's too tall. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow, Luca. Okay. We were just talking about him and that passes yeah. in my head. He's still yeah. young enough. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I mean, Wembenyama's awesome, by the way. But he, you know, he seems kind of tall. It's hard to know. I mean, you, you know, you see what happened with Chad too. You're like, are we going in on another big guy? We, anyway, all that to say, it feels like Luca too. His head might be turning. You know, he That's might. True. Let's see where he because we might be fighting over him, um, mm-hmm. at least emotionally. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mike. There I'm are better sorry. answers, I'm sure, but I didn't. I didn't think. I tried not to use my brain. Well, a better answer would have been a quicker, shorter answer that kept the second <laughs> yeah. going. Uh, but Jabari, please go on. All right, we'll keep this going. All right, Mike. You can go back in history and attend any single game throughout NBA history, and outside of Game Four, 1987 Finals, which one would you choose? Um. Uh, can I do Olympics when Vince Carter uh, jumped Ooh. over uh, the French? Oh, dude? the French dude, one hundred percent. Was it Frederick Weiss? Frederick Weiss, yeah. Frederick yeah. Weiss, yeah. Disrespect. I was Love just it. talking about that too uh, with Jack, uh, but I think it was in the context of a deep fake where it was Trump <laughs> or something. Uh, yeah, that. Oh man, do, do, does anybody know anybody who was even at? I mean, why am I even asking? Was anybody Sydney, know somebody was who was Sydney there? Olympics? Uh, what? Yeah, no, that was two thousand. Right? Yeah, 2000. I think so. Yeah. 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 Good times. Yeah. Good so times. even though I don't even know really what happened the rest of the game, but just that one moment I think would be worth it. It's, yeah. It, like, it is like there. one of those, those moments yeah. where you're like your jaw falls on the floor. I remember like, this was like pre YouTube era. And I had like the gif of that dunk that I would just like open on my computer and be like, do, do y'all, y'all remember this? Uh, back when <laughs> gifs were YouTube. That's how old I am. Uh, Mike, you can take any former Celtic. And pair him with the Jays. Which former Celtic are you bringing out of the cryo freeze to play with them? Oh, you know I gotta go, Larry Bird. Oh, uh, there we are. Dude, look at that! Look at that! You got Bird in the corner, Tatum in the other corner, Jalen Brown going down the basketball. middle. Mm-hmm. Bam! Yeah, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. it. Small lineup, keeping it going. What is your boldest postseason or even play-in prediction for this year? Bold. Go bold, like we're at Del Taco. Go big or go home. The Lakers are going to uh, win uh, their first round of playoffs. They're going to make it to the second round of the playoffs. Wow. Start the show. Stop the count. Stop. We're good. Stop the count. Stop, Stop it. it. We are good. That's number 18 right there. Spiritually. <laughs> that's a banner. That's, that's you heard it here like. first. You heard it here. We are so delusional and desperate that that's all we needed to feel I knew, better. I could see you guys. I could see it in your eyes. You said, give me something about the Lakers. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mike, and as much as I like that answer, it wasn't fast enough, but I do have to keep the segment going. Here's a question. You make some incredible 60-second recaps of movies and just other iconic scenes from TV, and etc. Uh, 60secondclassics.com. Check it out, nice. uh, oh, which yeah. we highly recommend. But we have to ask, what are your top three basketball movies of all time? Um, White Men Can't Jump. Yes. Okay. Above the Rim. Yes. And uh, I know there's another one I'm forgetting. No, no, it's up to you. This is this. There's no wrong answers. Blue Chips. Blue Chips. Yes. Wow. Blue my third one. I'll say I, Sunset Park. Hey, you I like know Sunset what? Park. <laughs> Sunset Park. What time is it? White, White Man Can't Jump. Definitely number one. <laughs> and I, uh, and Above the Rim's a close second. I love Above yes. the Rim. Love for and sure. And then the other ones are kind of interchangeable. I think I like Blue Chips, but I. Blue Chips is a movie I've only seen a couple times, whereas White Men Can't Jump and Above the Rim, I'll watch if I come across it. Whatever. Oh, Just really quickly, the original cast that they had in mind for the White Man Can't Jump was Denzel and Keanu playing that, but, playing those roles. Whoa. For the original? For Billy Ho and and, uh, and, and, and Sidney Dean. I don't know if Keanu could have pulled off I Billy. I was just going to say. How does I it work out? Keanu, well... Uh, Woody Harrelson could really play a little bit. Like he played yeah. like Division Three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right. so I don't know. I guess that and would Wesley, be my main thing mm. with with uh... <laughs> Wesley. Not so much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Wesley you was know, like they the cut. They, yeah. they made a lot of nice cuts in oh, there yeah, where he's yeah. going they... and slow mo. Very and the very great. hospitable. I love that. Yeah, but but in reality, <laughs> Wesley was like the real life version of Denzel in Carbon Copy. That's a throwback. <laughs> right. Keep it pushing. <laughs> Back wow. <to> miles. <laughs> wow. And that washed reference brought to you by DraftKings. By 43. Uh, <laughs> uh, and finally, Mike, the most important question of the entire show. Miles or Jabari? Mm. Uh, miles because uh, new dad. Oh, mm. thank you so much. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I will mm. tell my son that. Even though he will not understand Jabari, you can't look. You, you can't take <laughs> right. that personally. All right, you know, you know? honestly, uh, you know, it's good school. You know what? It's next cool. episode, next episode, we're gonna tell the guests we both just had kids. Just we can do it easy. <laughs> yeah, and we'll see. And, see, and, we'll and then see. we'll see. Yeah, we'll disarm the guest of that. That is we'll a good way to get people on your side right away. If you're like, yeah, I just had a kid, and they're like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh man, take, it's take a wild. seat for a minute. It's cool. Yo, yeah. it is wild how much. <laughs> like, it's so weird how in past instances in my life, I've had family members pass away. People are like, yeah, all right. Are going to miss work? <laughs> like, and then you're like, yeah, I just had a son. Like, oh, really? How you doing? Is everything good? And like, it's in, um, immediately the instant sort of understanding that is extended. I'm like, this is kind of addictive. I might have a Dude, newborn for 17 years. The best on part, honestly, other than, you know, loving your kid and all that. Yeah, is yeah, like whatever. Going, oh, yeah. It's like going into like a coffee shop with your kid or something. You get, you walk down the street by yourself. People are like, yeah, whatever. Like, they don't look at yeah. you, whatever. I'm walking. I like got the stroller out. People are like smiling. Oh. Are you going to a coffee shop? They're like, oh, hey. And they're like, wave. You're like, you're the king of the town. So yeah, enjoy it. It was wild. I was out eating uh, with my wife. We had the stroller and like these three middle-aged white dudes were like pulling up and they all had like matching hats. Like, like they were at oh, a, like, yeah. a bachelor party or something. <laughs> and like they were like, they clocked us from across this like restaurant patio and made a beeline. I was like, what is about to go on? All right, officers, and, okay. Yeah, I was like, uh, and they just said, hey, you know what? Just want to say, you guys are doing a great job. It's not easy. We're all dads, oh, you know wow. what I mean? You guys Look are out that. here. Don't get down on yourselves. It's hard, but it's great. And I was like, oh, oh okay, Dad's wow. And I was like, wow, this, it's wild how Dad's many, rock. again, oh, the yeah. well wishes that come from people like that are other parents on the street. 
All that to say, I will abuse that power. Okay. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much for joining us, man, on Miles and Jobari Got Mad Boosties. Um, you know, where can people find you, check you out, and, and support your work? Uh, yeah, you can go to 60secondclassics.com. I know people don't go to websites anymore, but there's like, I think, 170 videos up there, just commentary on movies and sports and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, social media is at mcamerlingo on Twitter and at 60 second classics on TikTok, uh, which may be banned soon. So I don't, who cares? Whatever. Go to the uh, website. Yeah. There you go. And you can see things like the iconic fight between, you know, Slater and Zach Morris <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> broken down, <laughs> broken down for you. Or I love the annexation of Puerto Rico. Little Giants, one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Thanks, most dude. importantly, final scene of uh, oh, Above yeah. the Rim. Yeah. And Urkel and Grandma Ma. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> and also you know what? It is fun. Thank you. I appreciate that you guys like them. It is fun to, to go back and watch all this stuff because it's like uh these are all things that i love so it's right I'm trying to make like jokes but also being like oh no i this is like my favorite stuff right because well and because all the things you point out like you could only really be clocking them if you didn't love it so much that you like you know yeah, every yeah. background movement of every shot and i think that's what makes the, these yeah, I don't be like, oh, look classics. at how stupid this is i'm like nah dude look how awesome this is yeah <laughs> look at this guy in the background nobody's paying attention to him <laughs> exactly uh anyway you can follow us at mad boosties m-a-d-b-o-o-s-t-i-e-s on twitter and you know let's get to our tweet of the week uh we were asking polling again jabari what are we asking people and who and who, who are we shouting out all right, so we went polling again. We wanted the final player award predictions, and the you know the results are in. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little <laughs> from bit surprised our listeners, by yeah, who from are our experts. Listeners. First of all, uh, obviously they're just as good as we are. Uh huh. Look, they should have votes just like anybody else that has a vote right now. <laughs> yes, and uh, you know if the league office is listening to this, which they actually will. Yes, uh, we're just kidding, and you should give us votes. Okay, but <laughs> also, ours, but also bring down the 50 point basket from Rock and Jock that Rick Hell hit yes, back in the day. Can't keep can't keep telling y'all this. I can't keep I, I keep asking our liaison at the league. I say get Adam Silver on the phone right now with me, and they say that can't happen. And put Dan Cortez on a roster now. It's, it's it as simple time. as that. It's as simple as that. <laughs> I want Queen Latifah stealing the ball at half court. I need yeah. All, I need oh all. yeah. I remember one. I, I used to go because I used to be at UC Irvine for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember Method Man was wearing the Barry Sanders uh, Air Zoom Ooh. turf shoes during a basketball game. I was like, oh, that's tough, even though that is the absolute <laughs> wrong shoe, uh, shoe for a basketball court. Uh, but anyway, what were so what were the results? MVP, right. you asked deep, the defensive player, six man, et cetera. What do we got? I'll go through them quickly. MVP, 48% of you guys now say it is Embiid. That is very different from earlier in the, you know, a little bit earlier in the season. Just 28% for Jokic. Mm. Defensive player of the year, 54% of you guys now say Brook. 32% for Triple J. Okay. Six man. This was an interesting one because it's kind of, uh, you know, even evenly distributed, but 35% at least said Brogdon with 28% coming in for Portis. I still think it's going to be Russ. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> still going to be Russ. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm not backing down from that prediction from the beginning of the year. Six man to the year, Russell Westbrook. Hey, that, that's where the money was. Mm-hmm. All right. Rookie of the year, 81% yeah, Bankero. We yeah. really don't have to go there, but I will say shout out to Jalen Williams because he has been fantastic. While he's not going to get the award, I, I, you know, it's good to see him you know, developing there in OKC. Most improved, this is the one that actually surprised me. Look, I said earlier in the year it wouldn't shock me if Markinen won it, but that's right. you know specifically because of the circumstances or, or whatever. But the reason why this surprised me is because 62% you know said Markinen and only 20% for SGA. Traditionally, I recognize what the what we think the award should mean, but like let, let's say the last ten, 
they've pretty much gone to guys that were good that went from an all-star level to all you know all nba and and beyond level superstar level so that's you know that that to me is the reason why i wouldn't be shocked if you know sga got it uh neither here nor there yeah but i think marketing fits more like the spirit or at least what it should or yeah. like when you're playing organized sports and most improved are like, remember that scrub? He hit a yep. three-pointer <laughs> that one game. And you're like, yeah. No, 100, 100%. And last but not least, coach of the year, Mike Brown, runaway. 72% of you guys think he's going to be the coach of the year. And I think he will be too. Okay. And Boosty's listener of the week goes to at Bucks Hooligan, who thinks OKC's Mark Dagano deserves some, wow, coach of the year love. Okay. All right. We'll They're supposed to be a tanking team and they're right That's there in true. the mix. And yeah, a lot of tankinis that just did not come out that we thought we would this year. So that's why I say shout out to, to old boy Markinen. Uh All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back. I mean, right back in a week for the next episode. Sorry, yo. I'm still rusty. I'm just getting back into the swing of things because I'm a new dad. And you can't go hard on me because I said that. Uh, but we'll be back next week with a new episode and hopefully uh, maybe an entirely new looking, you know, standing table. We'll see. We'll, we'll see where we're at. But I'm hoping for the best, preparing for the best, too. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. Hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.